I was going to call him Naomi's first husband, but we don't know if she ever remarried. So, the man who died and left Naomi a maybe-forever widow. His name was Elimelech. He was Malon and Kilian's father. He would have been Ruth and Orpah's father-in-law if he lived to see his sons married. But his sons married Moabite women because he had brought them and Naomi to Moab to escape a famine that threatened all their lives back in their home of Bethlehem in Judah during the days when the judges ruled. That move to Moab is what sets the scene for the events of the book of Ruth. Elimelech's death and the deaths of his two sons are what put Naomi in the driver's seat of the story that will bring Ruth back to Bethlehem to marry a relative of Elimelech's named Boaz, who will buy Elimelech's abandoned field. That's how Ruth gets to be the great-grandmother of King David and ancestress of Jesus himself. Somebody dies so that other people can live. Elimelech's story is one of those. And am I going to allegorize that and remind us all that that's Jesus' own story? I guess I just did, but also I'm not, because the way in which that's Elimelech's story is different from the way in which it's Jesus. Jesus died so that we can all have the eternal life that he earned for us and none of us can get in any other way. Elimelech died to get out of the way. He was taking up space, not physically, But socially, he was occupying the role of Naomi's husband from Bethlehem, and when he died, she got to be a widow who had no one but Ruth and returned to Bethlehem so that Ruth and Boaz could find each other and inherit the land that Elimelech had already stopped occupying before he died. Elimelech dies so that other people can live in the zero-sum kind of way that even in an infinite universe we are finite people living in a finite world and taking up space not in the vacuum of space but on a crowded planet that will fill the void we leave behind faster than will the water in the bucket that you just pulled your hand from. The water doesn't miss your hand. The planet will not miss your life after your death. The physical world will rush to take your place, to take your things, to take your moisture, nutrients, minerals, possessions, relationships for someone or thing else that will live in some sense in the space that you died to leave behind, that you only occupied because of the someones and things that died to leave it to you. Aha! You say, by now I have learned to anticipate the direction of this podcaster's morbidity and predict that he'll find comfort in the story that is preserved after death and the impact that Elimelech had on the most important story ever, and there's room in that story for us too. Sure, I guess. I could be that predictable. Or I could say that the story needs no Elimelech. He's a non-essential detail, not even a Chekhov's gun introduced in the first act to be fired in the second or third. Elimelech is a hole, an absence in Naomi's life, in Boaz's family tree, and on the deed to the land on which the future king of Israel will grow up. The story is no different with no explanation of why he's not there.
Okay, then his name. That's what this morose podcaster will turn to. Elimelech means something like God is king. And that reminds us that God is in charge of every life and that he takes the cycle of life ending and giving away to life that will also end and doesn't let it rob life of purpose by dying himself in the person of Christ and thereby being the solution to our death and the gift of our eternal life. Again, sure. I've done that before, and I'll probably do it again. This time, though, I don't want to. Because Elimelech's name is also only the syllables to which he answered. It's no indication that he had the faith that one would have to profess in order to see God being king as a merciful promise of restoration of not only life, but also life's purpose. Today, at least, I'm concerned with what we can say about him, for him. So today, I don't want to find meaning for his life buried in the Hebrew of his name because that's not what his name meant to him. And I don't want to tie it all into the great salvation story because that's not a story he knew, at least not in the way that we know it. Elimelech dies so that other people can live, but not like Jesus. Like us. Like people. Our death robs life of meaning because it highlights the fact that in life, all we are is in the way. Except to God. Yes, because he's king. Yes, because he's telling a bigger story that saves us. But today, this time, because God thinks we matter enough to put us in each other's way and to lend us his stuff that someone else left to us by dying, and that we'll leave by dying. God cares about that. God cares about us. So much so that if I'm in your way, it's because he put me there. Yes, so that there will be a time when I'm not anymore, and I'll get to leave a hole that maybe nobody will notice but God. Also, so that if I'm worth noticing while in the way, It's because my being here says something about God. If a human being is nothing more than a detail in his story, it's because he cares about all the details and every hair on their heads and the holes they leave behind. Elimelech mattered to God. Still does. And so do you. Yes, Jesus is the how much. Jesus is the proof. But that doesn't mean that your life isn't too. And if your life, then also your death. You matter to God. All of you. Forever. You and I are dust and breath, loved by God, bought by Jesus. This podcast is written and produced by me, Ethan Cherney, pastor of Bethel Lutheran Church in Menasha, Wisconsin, member of the Wisconsin Evangelical Lutheran Synod. Outro music arranged and performed by Mr. Peter Shawey, who is like lambs in a meadow. 
keep in touch. You can find us on Twitter or Facebook and also send an email to dustandbreathpod at gmail.com. There's a website with some swag and ways to donate if you're so inclined. But more than that, thank you for listening and sharing with a friend. Reviews on any of the podcasting tools also help promote the show. Now, go do what God called you to do. Be who God made you to be. See what God can do with dust and breath and faith in Jesus, his son.